A year into the COVID-19 pandemic, and we finally have vaccines making their way to countries slowly but surely. I'm Matthew Hodden. I'm joined by Annie Hall, here to talk about the vaccine progress being made both here in the U.S. and around the world. Annie, thanks for being here today. Thanks for having me. So first off, I understand that you're actually in the process of getting vaccinated. What has that experience been like for you so far? The most difficult part of the process was actually getting the appointment just because so many people have been trying to get the vaccine. So appointments fill up very quickly. Um, but I was lucky enough to find a spot and get the vaccine a couple days ago. Three different vaccines have been approved in the U.S. Pfizer and Moderna both require two doses and are about 95% effective at preventing COVID-19. Johnson & Johnson requires one dose, but is about 66% effective. I got the Pfizer vaccine. Um, so I'll have to go in uh, in a couple weeks to get my second shot. Here in the U.S., each state has their own plan on how they want to distribute the vaccine. Right now in California, an estimated 15 million people are eligible. Those include healthcare workers, long-term care residents, senior citizens, and anyone working in the food industry, education, childcare, or emergency services. And Annie, you qualify because you work in education, correct? Yeah, that is correct. But just because you're eligible doesn't mean you're required to be vaccinated, at least here in the U.S. Yeah, I mean, you have the choice to get vaccinated or not. I do know a couple people who are a bit hesitant to get the vaccine um, just because of how quickly it was pushed and some of the symptoms that some people have been experiencing. But um, I think in the long term, it's best for everyone to get the vaccine. That mentality isn't the same overseas. In Israel, for example, almost half of their population is fully vaccinated, not by choice, but by force. The government is slowly reopening leisure-based businesses, but in order to use them, you have to show your green pass, which is given to you when you're fully vaccinated. This pass administered by Israel's Ministry of Health is required if you want to go to the gym, eat out with friends, or go to a large concert. Annie, what are your thoughts on this system? I actually didn't know about the green pass in Israel that's happening. Um, I think it's a good idea for people to get vaccinated because uh, in the end, that's going, that's what's going to stop the, stop COVID from spreading. Yeah, it's definitely effective, but it also creates some moral issues, especially coming from a Western perspective where people are so used to freedoms and deciding what to do. Um, other countries, though, have different tactics to encourage people to get the vaccine. In Japan, for example, they have an anti-coronavirus mascot named Coronan. A pink cat wears a mask and a face shield, walking around holding a heart-shaped purple shield. And on its stomach, it reads COVID-19 with a big red X crossing it out. That's adorable. I did not know that they had a little anti-COVID <laughs> um, mascot. Mascots are such a huge part of Japan's culture. They're usually used to bring awareness to things or market different brands. While it works in Japan, do you think this would ever take off in the U.S.? I don't know how effective this would be in America. I feel like the because of the culture here, people would just kind of make fun of it, um, especially because of the very um, polar opposite sides of COVID. Either it doesn't exist 
and you don't need the vaccine or whatever, or, you know, people are trying to be safe and wear their masks and keep their distance and get the vaccines. No matter the tactics, governments are prioritizing vaccinations to end the COVID-19 global pandemic. I'm Matthew Hotter reporting. Thanks for listening.